Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen to, actually, it's been a week and a half because we missed our podcast recording day. If you haven't listened to the last episode, I am taking a new approach to the podcast, a much more um, in the moment, I guess, if you will. And what I mean by that, while I've never been a scripted podcaster, I am much more just taking real life experience, things that are happening um, in real time with my one-on-one clients and sharing them here just a little bit more. I mean, we've always been transparent, but just a little bit more openly, a little bit more transparently and hoping that it will help more of you who are struggling with things like Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, uh, PCOS, menopause, and just with life in general. And so in that in that realm, I am recording today's episode as I walk on my under the desk um, little walking pad. So hopefully there's not too much background noise there. Although this microphone seems to do really, really well with that. And as another side note, my toddler is having a full on meltdown over boycotting his nap. So uh, we're recording this in real time on a Monday, and that is just where we are today. And it ties pretty perfectly into what I wanted to chat about on the podcast today. I actually did a reel on Instagram, um, I guess a little bit over a week ago around body confidence, and it sparked a lot of DMs and, and messages with with different questions and just different conversation pieces where people were struggling and, and kind of the misconceptions that they had around feeling more neutral in their body and and feeling a little bit more confident in their, their now body. And so I wanted to just record basically a little riff off of that uh, podcast off of that. If you don't follow me on Instagram, um, I will link my Instagram in the show notes, but it is Natalie Brooke. Brooke is with an E Guevara. Um, you can find me there. But basically what I shared was some of the things that I've done to feel confident in my body as a midsize health coach. And I know I've shared some of these things throughout the show, um, in the last little, little bit, but it's, it's been an interesting evolution as someone who has been in the health and wellness space for well over a decade now. Um, I've been, you know, an exerciser for as long as I can remember. And aside from my very long, (laughs) um, period of time where I was a chronic dieter, and things like that, you know, nutrition and fitness are, are, are one of those things that I've, I've valued and I've paid attention to for quite some time. However, if you were to go onto Instagram, for example, and search for a health influencer, I don't exactly look the same as probably what's going to pop up in most of the searches. And it's never been that way. And so body image is something that I, that I've struggled with for, for quite, quite some time. Um, just to share, you know, a super vulnerable and and personal story. I became a mom for the first time when I was 19 years old. And I was two weeks postpartum when the person that I was with, this was this was not a healthy relationship. The person that I was with looked at me and 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 told me that I, I was fat and no one would ever want me or love me. And this is what actually perpetuated my my first little my first little dabble into um, disordered eating habits and and obsessive exercise. But not only that, of course, you know, chicken or the egg, right? Did the comment, you know, just just continue to to 
send me down the spiral of body image issues or wasn't the the obsessive dieting and 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 exercising and and all of the things hard to say for certain but one thing to note for for sure you know um that was almost 17 years ago so it's been a very 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 long journey for me in terms of body image and recovering from disordered eating habits and dis- uh, recovering from um uh chronic over over exercising but it's also been a really really healing journey that has allowed me a lot of opportunity to also speak to other women about some of these struggles and things like that. But I share that as kind of a preface into just like a deeper understanding of of the the root of my my body image issues. I've been in therapy, let's see, for 14, 13 years now. I've done quite a bit of therapy. I've worked with coaches around my own mindset, around my body. And so it's not been something that I just snapped my fingers and it was like, oh, I feel, I feel decent about my body. And I use the word decent there because I also don't want to be misleading and say, Hey, I, I I jump up every single day and I absolutely love my body because that could not be further from the truth. And the really interesting thing for me, and, and I, I double, I did double down on therapy when I was pregnant with, with, um, my, my toddler who's throwing a tantrum now, because I did have, um, some awareness around some, some potential fears of some of these issues resurfacing as I entered into postpartum, once again, understanding that the body is naturally going to change. Um, I am very, very, very against ba- bounce back culture. And so I knew that this was going to be just a, just a, a an adventure and a journey for me in multiple different ways. But I, I, sh- I shared some of the interesting things, you know, and obviously an Instagram reel is just a very short little snippet, but I was getting ready to, we were going out somewhere. It doesn't really matter. I was getting ready. And I was, I was just, I was just thinking, you know, of the, the shifts and the adjustments that I've had to make in my mindset and the way I talk to myself and also in my self-care routine to actually feel confident in, in my body, because not only am I a health and wellness coach. And and I do think that while it's something that does need to be kind of smashed and broken down, that there are certain expectations of someone who is in the health and wellness space, someone who does help folks, you know, build muscle, lose body fat and do all of these things. Um, We are not our business cards, but I I do think that there is a certain level of expectation for um, coaches to look a certain way, or at least I perceive that in my my time in, in this space. And so it's been really interesting to, to watch my, my own evolution of, of actually feeling confident because it's not been that long that I was so unconfident. And I've shared on this podcast before that my lack of confidence in my own body definitely translated into my ability to work with, work with clients for a period of time. Um, I I've definitely dealt with imposter syndrome, feeling like a fraud, just as a result of my own, the way I felt in my clothes, the way I looked in the mirror and I perceived myself. Now, as someone who works with a lot of women with Hashimoto's hypothyroidism and and hormonal imbalances, you know, putting my Hashimoto's into remission is something that I'm really proud of and had zero to do with obsessing over pounds, the way my body looked or or anything of that nature. And it's just really interesting to, to watch how 
how you perceive the way your body looks, this like container that we live in, how that, how that impacts your emotions and the way you feel and how the, the way you show up and all of these different things. And so what um, I'm almost 16 months, um, since I, since I had Luis and I have spent zero of those 16 months trying to lose any body fat. Um, I have started lifting regularly again, so I can openly say that I have been working on building muscle, but everything takes, takes time. And so to look at it, to look at this, this time and say, okay, why am I feeling the way that I am now? And the, and the truth is, is that I feel more confident and more balanced in my body than I probably ever have. I honestly looked at my husband last week and I was, I was like, you know, through our, our infertility journey, the Hashimoto's journey, the PCOS journey, and all of these things, um, I'm still not sleeping full nights. Louis still gets up in the middle of the night, um, sometimes for multiple hours at a time. And so, you know, having a, a, a disrupted sleep schedule and things like that, that can definitely affect how you feel in your body, um, you know, emotional things and, and all kinds of things. And, and so it was really interesting to be like, you know, I'm not sleeping any better. I am exercising more consistently. I'm making sure that I get outside, but I feel better than I have in, in years. And so I sat down and I reflected like what has changed and, and what has, has, um, allowed me to start to work on the, on this confidence. And, you know, again, just another transparency note is, is that I, I, I'm not going to pretend that I like I've arrived and I love my body. Um, there are days where I wake up and I'm like, Ooh, I don't like the way that I look. There are days when I wake up and I play the mental gymnastics. Do I want to go into a fat loss phase? I'm no longer breastfeeding. Um, I'm well over the year mark as in terms of, of my journey. My body's been healing. I've been nourishing it, doing all of the things. Maybe we could, you know, stand to, to lose 10 to 15 pounds. And so there are thoughts that come up. And I will not be one of the folks that tell you anything different than that. But there are three really big things that have really shifted the way that I have felt in my body. And I wanted to share those three things. And I wanted to give a little bit more context and a little bit more depth on the podcast, just as a result of, of some of the questions that I received on Instagram. And I also wanted to share in a, with a little bit more context and a little bit more depth, how that has actually trickled into other areas of my life, because I think that that's the really important piece here, because a lot of folks and, and rightfully so, right? Most people, most people listening to this podcast, if you haven't already will at some po point embark on a health and wellness journey because they have external motivation, meaning you want to change the way your body looks. And that's not wrong. You're not wrong for that. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's when we shift to the more intrinsic, like the internal motivation, that we're actually able to change the habits and behaviors and the beliefs that will get you lasting results. And I want to be really, really, really clear on that. You're not wrong for wanting to change your body. And that is not what this conversation is about. I will want to change my body again at some point in the future, probably. And so these three things have helped me feel confident now that are trickling into health promoting behaviors that will solidify my ability to do that if I so choose in the future. And they're really simple. The first thing 
which has surprised me the most, I think, is that I started following accounts on Instagram and my, my one-on-one clients, as I've shared this with them are like, you know, you tell us not to follow people on Instagram. Um, but I started following people on Instagram who consider themselves mid-sized fashion influencers. So these are folks that have a body that more aligns with how I see my body. And they teach people how to style their body. Now I'm someone that really doesn't have a whole lot of fashion sense. I don't really do makeup. I don't really do a whole lot of fashiony things. I've been riding horses and playing in the dirt and doing that stuff for most of my life. I am, you know, becoming a gym junkie. I live in leggings. I live in jeans at the barn. And, um, you know, anytime that I get fixed up is kind of like a special occasion. And I've, stopped that. I've stopped. I've started paying more attention to what I'm putting on my body. And I'm not just putting myself in workout gear or leggings or stuff to wear to the barn, right? Even on the days, and this has been, this has actually been a really hard behavior for me to change because on the days that I wake up and I know I'm going to work out in the afternoon, my brain goes, well, let's just, let's not dirty up any extra clothes. Let's put on our workout clothes. Um, we work from home and we can do house chores and do work and all of the things in our workout clothes. Same with the barn. I'd wake up and I'd get dressed, you know, in, in barn clothes, things that can get messed up knowing that I'm going to go to the barn. Same for today. Uh, I've got a few client calls after I record this podcast, then I'm going to be going to the barn. However, you can't see me, but I got myself dressed because I've been following these folks that have taught me how to style my body. And this has been real, actually really fun because a lot of the things that they've shown me, they're, they're clothing pieces that I already had in my closet. This was not an expensive endeavor. And they just showed me different ways to, to style them so that I could feel more comfortable and more confident. And I think most of you guys listening probably can, can, um, relate to this, you know, having things in your closet, you put them on your body and you're like, this just does not look like it looked, um, when I bought it or what I thought it was going to look like. And so this has been a really fun and exciting thing. Again, coming from someone who doesn't do the whole dress up thing. Um, and who was just really, really basic and plain in that just leggings, t-shirt, hoodie, whatever. Um, and so this has made a huge, huge, huge difference. The other really big thing in terms of styling my body is I don't wear anything that does not make me feel comfortable in that, that, that period. And so as women, our bodies naturally fluctuate, you know, different hormonal parts of our cycle. We might be holding onto a little bit more water. We might feel a little bit more bloated. And so I pay attention to that. I don't put on jeans that are, that are squeezing me or poking at me in different, different parts of my cycle. Um, and at the, the same, the same time when I'm feeling like really, really blah in my body, I don't just put on leggings and, and, you know, a frumpy sweater. I style myself. I, feel like I look cute, <laughs> um, you know, if you will. And, and that that's made just such a huge difference in the way that I, I show up in my body. The other thing that's really made a big difference. So those are, those are one and two that kind of work hand in hand. It's not wearing things that are uncomfortable. I wear things that make me feel comfortable in my skin. I style my body. I also get ready in the morning. And so I'll just finish this before I go into the last piece. I get ready in the morning. So even when it's taking, I use merit, um, merit beauty products. They have like this five minute morning or whatever. And, and I, I really do like it. I've used it for about six ish months. Um, getting ready to have to reorder products. So that's how, that's how consistently I've used them. And I will say this is the most consistent I've ever been with like getting ready, putting on makeup and actually feeling somewhat presentable. When I was early, early, early postpartum, my 
my big goal was just to get up and wash my face and things like that. So I, I've, I've worked my way up to, I get up, I wash my face. Um, I put on a little bit of makeup. I put on some earrings, just something to make me feel a little bit more put together. Um, I do not wash my hair every single day. I wash my hair about once a week. I've been washing it at night. And then the next morning when I get ready, I try to time this on a morning that I have a little bit more time. Albeit that's not consistent because my time is very, very, very dependent on the time that Luis will give me. But I will get up the next morning and I will do a little flat iron and some flat iron curls and that will hold me for for several days. Um, and towards the end of that, I wear, will wear a ball cap, but I'll make it cute and I'll put on earrings and I put on my makeup. Um, so those have been some really big things that I have done to shift my to shift my confidence in in my body. I feel like a lot of folks who are on a a body change journey, a weight loss journey, whatever that looks like you know, we've, we've been taught and I, I used to have like Pinterest boards of like my ideal body to motivate me. And we see a lot of influencers that are modeling different types of clothing items that are, you know, really designed for, for, for smaller frames. Right. And it can be really discouraging when we put those pieces on our bodies and it doesn't look the same. And so really, you know, looking for, for ways to, to dress and, and find these pieces and, and seeing them on bodies that represent your own body, um, has been a game changer for me. And, and, and I think that it could be a, a game changer for many. The last piece is that I've really focused on strength training. And I know that this is a broken record and you guys are tired of hearing me talk about strength training, but it really is one of those things that really switches your, your focus from how does my body look to how can my body perform? And, you know, the interesting thing about strength training is we know this is, this is supported by research. It's, we know that strength training is so much more than just physical strength. It's mental strength. It's emotional strength, and it helps us build toughness and, and resilience. And so while I'm not pursuing a number on a scale or a size of clothes and, you know, yes, I would love to build some more muscle, just being able to challenge my body to feel something heavy and to feel my body overcome these hurdles, this resistance, these obstacles, um, and get to the end of these, these strength workouts has been something that has really, really boosted my confidence. Now for those that are listening and they're like, well, I don't strength train. I don't know how to get started. Um, and it's not something that I really have time for. There are many ways that, that you can get started. There was a podcast episode. I'll link it in the show notes, um, with Mark, whose focus is on weight inclusive strength training. And he focuses a lot on body neutrality and getting stronger and things like that. And we talked a little bit about this, but you know, I talk to my clients about this all the time. While yes, ideally we want to have intelligent programming, um, progressive overload that that prioritizes building muscle and getting stronger over time, you really can start just absolutely anywhere, right? This does not have to be a 60 minute workout. A lot of my clients will start with like Peloton strength workouts that are like 15 to 20 minutes. And then as they, they, they build the routine, they build the self-efficacy and following through, then we start to work into programming. And so I want to encourage you. And if you're just like, I have no idea where to start, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd be happy to just point you to a couple of workouts that can help you get started because I'm that passionate about how much this can, this can, this can change your game. Um, I believe in it and it's definitely made a positive impact in, in my own life, my own mental health, um, my own emotional well-being. 
And I would love for you to be able to experience that for yourself. So those are the three things that I've really made a difference in my, in feeling confident in a mid-sized body as a mom of three and a health and fitness professional. And the interesting thing is, and I shared this when I was talking about my 15 minute challenge is all of these, these things are working together, right? The more consistently I'm showing up for my workouts, the more confident that I feel in my body and the more I'm paying attention to my nutrition, not obsessing, but paying attention and making sure I'm getting adequate protein, adding in more vegetables, drinking more water, all of these other health promoting behaviors are a side effect of feeling more confident, feeling confident and wanting to continue to, to take care of my body. We know research tells us that we don't change anything from shame or guilt or punishing ourselves. We make change from feeling good in our bodies and feeling good about ourselves. So the more positively you feel about your body now, regardless of your desire to change it, the more likely you are to actually change it. And so I want to encourage you to figure out now, I should have said this when I started, I don't want this to be a message of like, okay, this is, this is the, this is the end all be all formula for every single person to feel confident in their body, because I don't believe that, but I think this is a really great place to start. And as you explore, and as you play with this, you can figure out what does make you feel good in your body. What does make you feel confident in your body? And again, there's a huge difference from feeling confident and good in your body to actually loving your body. And I think that that clear distinction needs to be made. Body neutrality is feeling just exactly that neutral, right? Like our body is, is this physical experience that we're, we're having in this world. It does not define who we are. It does not define our self-worth. It is just a body and feeling neutral about it can allow us to have these feelings of like, okay, I feel confident. I feel good, but I don't love my body. I don't love the way I look in the season and letting that be okay. I've noticed as a health and wellness professional, professional, there's been a lot of messaging and a lot of shame around people that want to change their body. And I've heard that from, you know, one-on-one clients that I'm already working with and consultations that I've done. Folks are like, ah, yeah, um, I'm a little bit embarrassed that I want to lose weight or I want to change my body because I heard such and such say by wanting to do that, that, you know, this, that, and the other. And I just don't believe that to be true. Part of body autonomy, which is something that we uh, support with like all of our might at Updog Wellness and Fitness. Um, part of that is having the right to pursue the health goals, the body goals that you desire for yourself and without adding any conflicting information or, you know, biased information in, into the mix, right? Like our job is not to tell you to lose weight. Our job is not to tell you to not lose weight. Our job is to help you decide what is true for you and what is separate from all the messaging that there is out there around what you should or should not be, be doing with your body. So I feel like I'm starting to get to the rambling point. I hope that this was helpful. Let me know. Let me know if this was helpful. Let me know if you have any other questions around these things, but I just wanted to clear some things up because I got a lot of messages around folks struggling with confidence um, and self-love and body love and body positivity and, and all of these things. And I just wanted to create more context and I just wanted to create more clarity around, um, you know, the nuances and, and, the, and the fact that we can have body confidence separate from body love. We can have body confidence separate from body positivity. We can have body confidence and yeah, that's, that's it. 
Um, so there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of context. I would love to hear what's resonating. I would love to hear if this was helpful and I will chat with you guys again soon. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it valuable, I would love it if you would take a screenshot, share it on social media, and tag me at Natalie Brooke Guevara. Let people know that you're enjoying the show. If you have a moment, if you would leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, this helps the podcast show up in search engines so that more folks can find this content. As always, you can learn more about me and my coaching opportunities at www.updogwellnessandfitness.com. Join the free Facebook community, the Hashimoto's and PCOS Lifestyle Roadmap, and I will be back with another episode next week. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you soon.